0: I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. This is what structures and systems do, folks. They create discipline. Discipline leads to the confidence, which leads to performance, which leads to outcomes. So oh, nice. exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. way i can't say it enough work on your game are you tired of feeling like a human science experiment with that cabinet full of supplements of junk you're taking every day and don't even know what it is you can't even pronounce half the stuff you're putting in your body i know you know what i'm talking about so say hello to ag1 this is a supplement that i take besides protein and water the only other thing i take your one-stop shop for all things health and vitality it's like having a team of superheroes in a single bottle ready to rescue you from nutrient deficiencies and boost your overall well-being. That sounds good, right? Let me tell you what AG1 is. It's the ultimate multitasker, delivering a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and other incredible ingredients all at once. It's like a nutrient-packed smoothie, but without the blender, without the mess, and without that questionable flavor combination that you had yesterday. With AG1, you'll get the nutrients you need without the taste bud turmoil, and any of you who's been taking a lot of stuff, you know what I'm talking about. But hold on, there's more. When you jump on the AG1 train today, you're going to get an epic offer. Here's the offer. Get a free one year supply of vitamin D. That's the sunshine vitamin that keeps your immune system and bones in top shape. And that's not all. You're going to enjoy five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment, ensuring that you stay on top of your health game even while you're on the go. And all you got to do is take a scoop of this stuff or one travel pack, eight ounces of water, and your shaker bottle, which AG1 will give to you. So this is the simplest, easiest way to get nutrients for your body every single day. You don't need a blender, you don't need ice, you don't have to try random combinations, none of that garbage, say goodbye to all of that. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's DrinkAG1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and join the AG1 party for a healthier, happier you. Your taste buds and your body will thank you. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you have expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those personal initiative that is to go get an energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all based on one overlapping philosophy, which is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is we are talking part four of seven. Of the twenty one common entrepreneurial mistakes we've been laying out here in this series. So before we get started, I remind everybody I send out a text every day guaranteed to have you focus sharpening on a point called the Daily Motivation. Send out one every week called Monday Motivation. Get in my text community by texting me on number 305 384 6894. As soon as we get that thing working again, then I'll be getting back to everybody. We're gonna have a lot of text to catch up on. As of this recording is not working, but by the time this comes out, maybe it will be. I've said that before, but we can't we don't control everything. We control most things, but not everything. So that's a tongue in cheek thing. But when it's working, we will be back. So you can still keep that number. Still text me. We still will have that up and running again, hopefully sooner rather than later. Secondly, work on your game university. That's the place where I do all my coaching. That's the only place to work with me directly. We have a four part framework based on mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability. If you like to work with me directly, if you listen to the show, I think you got a pretty good feel for who I am, what I'm about, and how I operate. Go to work on your You can get all the information about what we do there, how it works, know why you'll want to be involved, what you can expect to get. And you can schedule a time to get on a call with us. The only way you can join the university is by getting on a call with us. And that is, again, work on your game, university.com. That out the way, let's get right into this where we are talking again, 21 common entrepreneurial mistakes. You've already heard the intro in the first three parts of this series. We are picking up on part four. So we are picking up at point number 10, common entrepreneurial mistakes. Number 10 is a lack of structure and systems. So if you're listening to what I just said there in the brief advertorial, I guess, for working on your game university. Our four-part framework is based on mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability. So this system part and strategy usually leads to a pretty good structure. When you have a clear game plan, a clear roadmap, then it's, you have a structure which you can follow. The challenge for a lot of people is that they don't have a structure, they don't have a roadmap, and they don't have a system that helps you execute on that roadmap on a consistent basis. This is what leads to a lot of inconsistency from a lot of entrepreneurs. They're inconsistent in their efforts, inconsistent in their outputs, inconsistent in their thinking simply because they have no mechanisms in place that would create said consistency. It's not that you as a person is inconsistent. Every person is inconsistent when they have no structure to help harness their thinking and harness their energy. So anyone has the same capabilities of being both consistent and inconsistent given the parameters that you have around you. So the same things the same way every time is something I talked about in episode 2013, 2013. And this is what we expect from businesses and people who we choose to do business with. You do business with a company or a person, you expect them to be consistent in their dealings with you. Like You want to know what you're going to get from them and they want to know what they're going to get from you. And your structures and your systems allow you to deliver on said expectation. However, when you have none, no structure and you have no system, it's pretty hard to deliver on this expectation. It's hard to stay consistent in anything if you don't have something to follow. Now, remember the law of entropy. Anything left to its own devices usually goes into a higher state of disorder, also known as chaos. If you didn't have a calendar, you probably wouldn't do things at the same time every day because you wouldn't know what time it was, or you wouldn't have things organized in your schedules to know, all right, now it's two o'clock. I got to do this thing. All right, it's two o'clock today. I got to do this. It's two o'clock. I got to do this. Two o'clock. got to do this. You didn't have a calendar to put things in for that time and or you didn't have a watch to tell you what time it was. Both of those represent structures and systems in very simple ways, but they are structures and systems. Then it'll be hard for you to be consistent in whatever behaviors that you want to do. So but what would happen after that is your clients and customers will have no idea what to expect from you and you have no idea what to expect from them. And usually when people have no idea what to expect, usually they don't move forward on a thing. People don't move forward based on uncertainty. People move forward based on certainty, some level of certainty. It's very rare to individual who will jump forward into something with zero certainty whatsoever. They have to have some level of certainty, even if the certainty is that they know they'll know how to deal with the uncertainty. Like somebody jumping into becoming an entrepreneur, for example. It has to be some level of certainty. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't do anything. So that can vary from person to person. But the more certainty you can put into, you can install into your process, into your ecosystem the easier you make it for more people to be willing and able to say yes to you and to move forward with whatever it is that you're offering or whatever it is that you're doing. So people may not want to stick around when you're inconsistent, or they may not show up at all if you're inconsistent. This is why the consistency matters so much in something as simple as, let's say, creating content. You're consistently putting out content. You give yourself more opportunities to be seen, heard, known, and found by the people who you want to work with. But if you're not consistent in putting yourself out there, it's going to be hard for people to consistently discover and find you or know that you even exist. Actually, I guarantee there are people out there who probably could benefit from whatever you are offering, but because they can't find you because you're not consistently where they're looking, they just haven't found you yet. I mean, they may become your client or customer, maybe your best client or customer, but they haven't found you yet, so they can't take action. So in the four-part system that we have at Work On Your Game University, structure and systems, again, part two and three, I just told you this, Structures and systems not only make it easy for your clients to get to know what they're going to get, also makes it easy for you and your team to know what to do, how to help them and how to respond to certain situations. So a structure and a system can help you get back on track whenever you get thrown off. If you have a map that you're following and you happen to take a wrong turn and go off the map, go off course. Well, you can just look back at the map once you regather your bearings, look back at the map and the map will tell you, okay, get right here and get right back on the same track. Now, if you have no map, you can end up lost because you're off track and you don't know how to get back on track. That's why the structures and the systems matter so much. The structures and systems also help you address any issue that comes up because those issues may have been pre-considered and it has been predetermined how to respond to them. This is what structures and systems do, folks. They create discipline. Discipline leads to the confidence, which leads to performance, which leads to outcomes. And everybody wants to create outcomes. This is why the structures and systems matter so much. They go at the highest part of this totem pole, highest part of the hierarchy. You know what is the biggest thing that separates the high level performers from everyone else out there? It is not talent. It is not hard work. It is not resources. It is not knowledge. It is not skill. It is the fact that they have a process and a strategy for how to show up and give their best effort, even on the days when they don't feel like being at work. Has any of you ever had one of those days? Does any of you have one of those days right now? That day is called the third day. We put a label on it and we describe exactly what it is in my new book called The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. In this book, I will not only describe to you what the third day is, but I will help you create a formula for yourself for you to show up and give your best effort, even on those days when you don't even feel like going to work. In that book, you're going to become a professional and no longer be an amateur. I'll give you a free copy of it. As a matter of fact, all you have to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Again, thirddaybook.com. Point number 11. Today's topic, again, we are on part four of the 21 Common Mistakes Entrepreneurs Make. Number 11. Doing business with people who you like personally rather than people who are most qualified and effective. This is an important one for those of you who may be going into business and maybe you feel a little bit exposed, fragile, uncertain, unsure of yourself. So you do what feels natural, which is let me just do business with people who I know, like, and trust. Or maybe you've been doing business for a while, but the people who you did do business with, maybe they were seasoned or they appeared qualified. Maybe they actually were qualified, but for whatever reason, the relationship soured and things didn't go too well. Maybe you end up getting burned in some way and you're like I don't want that to happen again so how about next time I just do business with people who I already have a relationship with so I know they're not going to screw me over or put me into a bad position I would say I personally don't like doing things that way but I will offer that there are divided opinions on this point right here I'm going to share my perspective but I'll also share the counter perspectives so you can make your own decision One thing that is clear is that making a mistake here will cost you a lot <laughs> that's what i tell you up front no matter which way you go so you decide what we're juxtaposing here is doing business with people who you know I like, can trust because you know I like, can trust them whether they are qualified or not versus doing business with people who maybe you don't know them you are just now getting to trust them and hopefully you like them on some level which is why you're even considering doing business with them but you don't have a prior relationship with them but you want to do business with them because they have the skill and the qualifications to actually get done what you want to get done so the question is which way do you go personally? I prefer going with the more qualified, skilled person, even if I have no prior relationship with that person. I personally don't like doing too much business with people just because I know you. Now, if I happen to know you and you happen to be good, then it's all good. I would love to do business with that type of person. But a person who I know you, but you haven't shown me any type of qualification to help me with problem X, I don't want to do business with you. Let's maintain our personal relationship because if we get into a business relationship and you end up being trash, then that may hurt our personal relationship. Maybe you'll be hurt because I'm going to say some things to you, or maybe I'll be bothered because uh, why did I bring this person in? I like you personally, but you proved to be a, a bum in business. We shouldn't have been doing business together in the first place. So again, there are divided opinions on this. And I'll share a little bit more as we go more into this point. There are people who I know who swear by the concept of doing business with people who they already know, like, and trust. For example, any of you who works in or runs a family business. Maybe you have your kids in your business. Maybe you own a business that was passed down to you by a parent. Maybe you are doing business with a sibling or a cousin. You can think of families like, I believe it was the Rothschilds, who they had the father, the patriarch of the family had a bunch of sons. and He sent the sons to all different parts of the world and they all built up banks and lended money and just built, their, built the strength of their family, all doing a family business. I believe it was the Rothschilds. I'm getting that family correct. But That's one way of doing it. I did an episode on Andrew Tate not so long ago. Andrew Tate famously does business with his brother. Let me see the episode on Andrew Tate. Any of you who wants to hear it, that was episode 2699. He is in business with his brother named Tristan. And he talks all the time about, hey, doing business with somebody like a family member, because you know that you can trust them, you know, they're not going to cross you. And again, there are people who will counter that point and say, well, not so fast, my friend, but if it's working for him, it's working for him. So I'm not going to say that there's a right or wrong to this one. Again, what I am saying on this point is that a mistake here will cost you a ton. All right. If you're doing business with somebody for a reason other than business reasons, make sure that that reason is strong enough that they will not screw up the business or your decision making will not screw up the business. So for some people, they do this. Like they do family business and it works out for them great. So I know mother, daughter businesses. I know father, son businesses. I know brother, 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 sister. No sisters working. together. Yeah, I know a whole bunch of businesses that are very strong that they started because we know each other. We're going to do business because we know each other and businesses that are done amongst people who are, again, family, friends. There are many like that. LeBron James, for example, when he got on and started to become the superstar that he is in the sports world, the sports and media world. He put his friends on famously and he's done pretty good putting his friends on. His friends have done pretty good. He's done pretty good. And you have to say that that is a success story of doing business with your friends, regardless of your opinion of LeBron himself on or off the court. And there are other businesses where it was family and they ended up taking each other to court and suing each other. And they are hating each other because they tried to do business together and it didn't work. So you have opposite ends of the spectrum. You have different stories when it comes to this. And then you also, let's be clear, have businesses where there are people who did business with people because they picked the most qualified individuals they could find, whether they knew them prior or not. And they did really good doing business with those folks. And they never did business with their friends or family members. They kept their friends and family members out of their business. And they only did business with people who they had built a relationship with based on their ability to perform. And that's how they were able to get on. You Take someone like Michael Jordan. He did business with famously uh, Tim Grover, who wrote a book called Relentless Great Book. Tim Grover didn't know Michael Jordan. They were not friends. Tim Grover just reached out and said, hey, I want to offer an opportunity to train you. Michael Jordan said, I'll give you a chance. Grover turned out to be good and he became Michael Jordan's trainer for the rest of his career. And he trained a bunch of other people because he was actually good. This was not a family thing. This wasn't that he's my friend. It was I'm giving you a shot because you say you're good. We're going to find out if you're good. Oh, you're actually good. Okay, you get to stick around. So the relationship came after the business. So there are success stories and failure stories on both sides of this conversation. So you had to make a judgment call here. And I would suggest you have some clear parameters as to how you're going to measure the outcomes of whatever decision that you make, whatever option you take, because the decision doesn't have to be final. You can always fire somebody or undo business. Speaking of such, anytime you're going to go into business with someone, make sure you have an exit plan just in case they go lame, just in case they start screwing up or just in case something doesn't go the way you thought it was going to go. So there are other people who I know who have tried to give opportunities and do business with people who they know against such as family and didn't do great, blew up in their faces. So I guess we have to say, again, judgment call on this one. Personally, as I said, I don't like doing business with people just because I know you already just because I like you just because I trust you. Because in my experience, and this may just be because of you know, who I know in my relationships, it may be completely different for you. In my experience, doing business with people who you already know, they tend to not bring the same level of discipline, persistence and reliability to the job because of the relationship. So they aren't as on point. If I hire somebody who I do not know or go into a business partnership with someone who I don't really know at all, they are showing up 100% because they have nothing to fall back on. They don't have a relationship with me to fall back on. So if they're not doing their job, they know that's going to be a problem immediately. Whereas someone who I know might think they can get away with it because we have a relationship. And again, I'm not saying that applies to everyone. You need to look at your situation, people that you know, and make a judgment call. And if you happen to make the wrong one, fix it immediately as soon as you realize this is the wrong one. That's why you need parameters for knowing whether this is a good decision or a bad decision. And it does not mean I would never do business with people who I know I can trust. But we had to be doing business because there's some level of effectiveness that each of us brings to the table. We're not doing business just because we know each other. And I'll say one more time, there are people out there who do business because they know people and they figure out how we're going to do business. We're going to do business together. Let's figure out how we're going to do it. I'm a type of person who looks at it from the other perspective, which is let's figure out what I want to do. Then let me find the best people for it. Where other people say, let me find the best people and then we're going to do business again. Best is a relative term. So it depends on what you mean when you say best. Jim Collins in Good the Great says, get the right people on the busket and then you figure out what you're going to do. Now, the right people don't mean people who you know, I like, can trust. They could just mean the best people. So again, that term is a, a subjective one. So you need to know what you mean when you say that term yourself. If I go into business deal with someone that because I personally like them, I might leave it no longer liking them again if they don't follow through and perform. And look, they may feel the same way about me. So very careful with this one. Have you ever wondered why so many people have big goals and big dreams for themselves and they work hard every single day yet they never reach their goals? You ever wondered about that? I have. And I found out the reason why this happens is because most people never ask themselves a key third question, which is who do I need to be while I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can have what I want to have? You see, if you never fix your mindset and the way that you're thinking about a situation and the way you think about yourself and the way you see yourself in the mirror, then it doesn't matter what you do and it doesn't matter what you want. You will never get there because you simply have an inaccurate formula. I wrote the book called The Mirror of Motivation, which addresses this first question, who do I need to be? And when you answer that question, then when you do what you need to do, it will produce the outcomes that you having what you want to have. If that sounds like it might be the missing link in your process, and let me let you know, It is the missing link in your process. Go to MirrorOfMotivation.com. All you do is cover the shipping and I'm going to give you a free copy of that book physically mailed to your doorstep. Again, MirrorOfMotivation.com. So you can be who you need to be, then do what you need to do, and then you're going to have what you want to have in your life. MirrorOfMotivation.com. Point number 12. Today's topic, once again, is the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make. 21 common mistakes. Number 12, the mistake of anonymity. Anonymity just means being anonymous. In other words, being nobody knows who you are, specifically your target audience. So when I say anonymity, I don't mean that you need to be this famous influencer with a million followers on any social media platform. What I mean when I say anonymity is that your target audience doesn't know you. Your target audience might be 5000 people. You can make a living off of 5000 people, depending on what you're selling, how often you're selling it and how much those 5000 people need. it. So you don't need to be worldwide known your target audience, whoever that is, they must know you though, if you're going to sustain a business. So you need to know who your target audience is and make sure you are known to them. You could be anonymous to everybody else, but you got to be known to them. So this does not mean you walk through the airport and you're getting mobbed and you need security or the mall or the grocery store. It just means when you are in the space of your target audience, they all know who you are. That's what I mean here. So what are you doing to consistently be in front of people who you want? to serve, and letting them know that you have what they need. How well do those people believe that you understand their needs, desires, and problems? Now, how do you know how somebody believes that? Well, you'll know they believe it because you actually know their needs, desires, and problems because you're actually communicating with them regularly, which means you know exactly what they need because they're telling you. So all you're going to do is reflect back to them the actual needs, desires, and problems that they are expressing to you, but that can only happen if they know you because they can't communicate with you if you have not made yourself known to them. So when you do the work, the market research actually get to you know your target audience and what's actually going on in their heads, the conversation going on in their minds. You can communicate that back to them. They'll be like, oh, this person gets me and they will come deeper into your world. They'll take steps closer to you. They'll continually take steps to get closer to you and what it is that you're doing. Have you made it clear that you can solve their problems? If you know what your target audience's problems are, have you made it clear that you can solve them or do they know that you can solve them now? Maybe you think you've made it clear in your own head, but have you made it clear to them? Have they heard you say it? Now, they need to know that you can solve their problems. And are you staying in front of them often enough that they can get familiar with you and then come to the decision to take action? Because not everybody's going to take action the first time they hear your message. So if you're putting out content, you may put out a great piece of content, but the people in your target audience may not be ready to take action on whatever it is you want them to do that moment. Maybe you have a course for sale. And somebody sees your content that is pitching that course, but they're not ready to buy the course right now because maybe they just started a different course, or maybe they don't have the money right now, or maybe they got family stuff going on and they can't pay attention to a course, or maybe they didn't even see your content because you posted it on your Facebook page and Facebook didn't even show your post to them because you didn't boost the post. So there are many reasons why someone may not be ready to move at the moment that you would like them to move, which is why you got to be consistently in front of your target audience with whatever messages you are giving, so that. When they are ready and you have the right message, then it hits. So it has to be both. You can't control them being ready, but you can't control you having the right message. That's why your messaging needs to be on point. Now you can manufacture and kind of help them along to be ready by offering things like urgency or offering specials or offering, hey, it's my birthday. So I'm offering this for the next three days, or hey, it's Christmas. So you got this opportunity right here, or hey, my dog just had puppies. So you got 10 days to get this special before it goes away. You can manufacture the urgency. But you also had to get in front of people enough that when they're ready or you help them get ready, you also have the right message at the same time. So this is not a one time thing. This is an ongoing thing when it comes to marketing. This is all part of your marketing process. And again, marketing is not something that you do. It is part of the very existence of your business. Right, you don't like do your two marketing things for the day. It's marketing all the time. Every time you are sharing or creating anything is going to go in front of your audience or marketing all right, for better or for worse. So if you're not doing this on a continuous, ongoing basis, you're not doing it the right way. That said, recapping today's class is part four of seven of the 20 common entrepreneurial mistakes. Number 10, lack of structure and systems. These help create the discipline, which create the consistency, the confidence, the performance, and the results. Number 11, doing business with people you like personally rather than the most qualified and effective. Again, there is a qualified counterpoint to this, that there are people out there who do business with friends and family, and it goes well for them. So don't take that one as a stone. All the other points in the series are Essence Stone. That one's not everything else is number 12 anonymity. That means the people in your target audience don't know that you exist. They're not aware of you. This is death to your business because you can't do business with people who don't even know that you exist. You have to be in front of them. They have to know that you're there and you got to be consistently sharing messages that let them know that, you know, their problems and that you can help solve them, and that you have something that, that they can do to get that solution, whatever that is. If is. You're not doing this. You're hurting your business. That said, tomorrow we're going to go into to part five of this series and oh, yeah, work on your game, That's a place to work with me directly. Any problem that you heard me list out here, if you want to get your structures and systems in place, along with the mindset to actually put them in place and deploy them and make them work and make sure that you have the accountability so that you are continually getting in front of your target audience. First of all, let's figure out who your target audience is. Where are they? How they need to be communicated with? What kind of messages can you give them? And how can you create a system and a strategy to continually be in front of them so that you can catch each one when they're ready with the right message, the right timing, and the right call to action so that they can do something and help you make money and help them solve their problem? If that sounds like a plan to you. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com, schedule a time to get on a call with us, and we take it from there. Work on your game. Dre, all Make sure you message me 305-384-6894. Are you tired of risking your health with every sip of water that you take? And you are doing that if you're drinking tap water or plastic bottle water. So don't worry about any of that anymore because we got the perfect solution for you. Introducing AquaTrue, the ultimate water filter that guarantees you clean filtered water every single time. Gone are the days of worrying about contaminants in your tap water because AquaTrue has your back. With its advanced filtration technology, it removes 99% of over 1,000 contaminants. We're talking lead, mercury, even microplastics. Not only does AquaTrue keep you hydrated, but it also ensures that you stay healthy. Why drink water that could potentially harm your body when you can have peace of mind knowing that every drop you consume is pure and clean? So this fantastic feature that AquaTrue has is its sleek and compact design. Unlike those bulky and unattractive water filters, AquaTrue fits perfectly in any kitchen saving you precious countertop space so who says staying healthy can't be stylish but hold on let's address one more thing if we had to dig deep some users have noted that AquaTrue requires periodic filter replacements but honestly is that really a big deal when you consider the multitude of benefits it provides i don't think so so why wait take control of your water quality today and experience the wonders of aqua true not only will you be sipping on refreshing and clean water but you'll also be safeguarding your health and the health of your family with every glorious gulp don't miss out on this life-changing opportunity. Order your AquaTrue now at workwonyourgame.com A-T for AquaTrue. Workwonyourgame.com slash A-T and drink confidently. AquaTrue cannot prevent you from becoming the superhero you've always dreamed of being, but it can keep your water superhero level clean. Again, that's WorkwhenYourGame.com A-T. Do you know what the number one key is for you to advance and get to a higher level from where you are right now? It is not for you to work harder, wake up earlier or go to sleep later. No, it is for you to get the right insight. In other words, to ask yourself the right questions. These questions are usually questions that you don't have the answer to. But dealing with those questions opens the door for you getting to that next level that you want to reach. How do you get help with this? By getting coaching, by getting around other people who can see things that you don't see, who have perceptions and insights that you don't have. This is why coaching is as valuable as it is. And this is why high level performers always invest in coaching. The best way you can do that from here is to go to work on your game, That is the only place I offer coaching, the only place I work with anyone directly. If you just go to work on your game, you can see all your options for getting involved with us and engaging and having someone coaching you so that you can take yourself to that next level again through insight, not just through effort. Again, it's work on your game,